A lot of people have been so committed to external projects that they've neglected building themselves. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's edition of John Norman Leadership Podcast. Thank you so much for everyone who tuned in to our first podcast. It was great to have so many comments and shares and from all over the world hearing some great feedback. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So honored to have a real hero of mine today, Pastor Phil Dooley from Hillsong South Africa. He is a legend. For those of you who know him, he has planted churches all over South Africa and now north into Nairobi and Zimbabwe. And they've even started a church in Mauritius. So if anyone's thinking about retiring, I would encourage you to head there as well. But so excited to hear some of his story today, but also some of the leadership you know, that he inputs and imparts into his staff and his volunteers. He has over 20,000 people in his church, um, over 5,000 volunteers, over 100 staff. So I'm excited to glean some of his wisdom today. So, hey, enjoy this. Okay, well, welcome everyone to the John Norman Leadership Podcast. And we are in for a real treat today because we have got a hero of mine, the amazing Phil Dooley, who is our guest. And so welcome to the podcast, Phil. You, Thank mate? you, John. It is uh, an honor to be with you as always. Um, you are, you know, my favorite canary, among Thank other you. things. So how are you doing, mate, personally? Uh, we're doing well. Yeah, we're, uh, look, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting time, isn't it, right now yeah. with, uh, as we're recording this, obviously, the global pandemic's on and in South Africa, we're in lockdown and in the UK, you guys aren't sure whether you're in lockdown or you're not in lockdown. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> what, what's going on? People are out. Some people aren't going out. It's it's just, it's unprecedented is the word that I, I love using. That's the one we all use. <laughs> as a, you know, as a, a big leader, you're leading a large church, your family, you know, your family. How do you even start leading through circumstances which has forced everything to change how do you even start yeah look i think what's interesting about this is i don't know about you but you know when our president announced we're going into three weeks of lockdown the conversation with people was see you in 21 days and then the yeah. 21 days got extended and we had series two of lockdown uh come out um you know series one was so good we went straight into series two lockdown Boxer. continued uh, yeah, the box set. And and so suddenly you go from this is a novelty to this is a new reality, not forever, but it's probably going to be a few months mm. uh, for church, for how we do life. And so I think even with doing church and leading people and looking after a staff, at first it's a bit of a novelty, then mm. it becomes the reality of, um, okay, how do we engage? How do we connect with the people in our church, in our organization, how do we ensure that people who are on our staff and team are mm. focusing on the things that matter? Uh, because suddenly you have far less control. And, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing in a season like this. You can either have control or you can have trust, uh, wow. but you actually can't really have both. And so it feels so like God's, you know, taken a lot of control from us and said, trust me. Uh, and then with our teams and with our staff, we're not seeing people in the office. We're not going into the no. office. So there's less control. Uh, so it's more about trusting our teams and being clear and communicating 
uh, effectively what do we want them to do to be doing what are the priorities and giving clear direction so that's what we've been working on are you finding that the teams are getting screen fatigue are you finding that a challenge right now I know a lot of CEOs business leaders they're finding out there's so much time on zoom and FaceTime yeah it look it's amazing how tiring you get uh, even when you're not going into the office or going through yeah. peak hour traffic or things like that. Uh, and so, you know, we've realized on Tuesdays, I mean, we're, you know, recording this on a Tuesday, but Tuesdays are quite a big day for me because we have a team meeting. Then we have a all our location uh, pastors and age groups meeting. Then we have just a key exec meeting. Uh, and you find there's not as much animation because you're not seeing the nuances. It's like you talk yeah. and then everyone's silent and you're like, okay, mm. give me some feedback. You know, it's, it can be a so little good. disjointed. So yeah, I think you've got to learn how to run those meetings. I don't think you need so many meetings. Uh, I think you need to have some fun in those meetings. I think you need to ask how are, how are different people going? Brilliant. In their season, you know, because what I've found, we have our staff, which, as you mentioned, around 120 people, plus we have interns. So we'll have our staff meeting this morning. There'll be 200 and something people on that. Uh, and wow. we start by having a few people who we've picked who we're asking, how's things going for you in lockdown? And it might be a single person because their experience is way different from mine with a family or it might be yeah. a couple or, you know, we talked to a couple this morning who celebrated their sixth year anniversary in lockdown. And we're like, okay, you know, how, what happened? Did you cook dinner? Did you cook breakfast? You know, who did what? And so it was just fun. Uh, but getting in love on lockdown. Love on lockdown, John, indeed. Uh, but yeah, I think getting involved in people's lives, understanding yeah, that good, personal yeah. element, uh, you know, being a bit more empathetic or, yeah, not just so focused on, have you done this as a, as a leader, yeah. task focused, but I think this has helped us to be a bit more relational and you need that because you, you're not connecting the way you normally would face to face. Yeah, it's brilliant. And so... As we look through the course of history, Phil, we can see that uh, positive leaders like yourself always use setbacks, crisis, all these seasons to uh, innovate, create new opportunities. How are your team, and you, you, I think Hillsong South Africa are known for being on the edge of innovation, creativity, but what sort of ideas, fresh ideas, innovation, creativity is coming out of this season with you guys? Yeah, you know, look, I think it's a question that initially, like I say, when this was a, um, you know, more more of a novelty, it was like, oh, we'll just get through this and go back to the way things were. But as it's continued, you've gone, the big question we're asking, because part of our vision, you know, we talk about is building a church to build a nation. Yeah. The question is, can that happen when we can't gather like we normally could? You know, how do you build a church to build a nation? Well, it's interesting to me because the vision hasn't changed. You know, the mission hasn't mm. changed. Now, maybe the strategy will, and that's what we've been grappling with, so is what's, what's the strategy now? Because uh, buildings were part of the strategy, but right now we've got, you know, 100 million in rand or whatever worth of buildings, which are great buildings, but they're really of no value. Value, yeah. <laughs> So what's of greatest value? And that's where you go, well, actually, what is of greatest value is the people. So uh, good, Phil. The people of 
of any organization, a church, a company, a team, it's always the yeah. people that are the greatest value. It, yeah. You may have a beautiful building, but the building is not what is going to grow uh, your organization. It's the same. It's, it's the truth about a nation. You know, yes, South Africa's greatest resource isn't what's in the ground. There's, South Africa actually has a lot of natural resource, but it's actually its people. And so we've been asking questions, well, how do we build people? That's, and that has become more and more our focus. And we've developed a leadership uh, course, an online uh, course that, uh, that we're, we're rolling out and we're, we're believing we're going to develop, you know, a thousand plus uh, leaders, new leaders in this season. We're going to start some online Zoom uh, communities for new locations. We're looking so to good. launch in... In Durban, in Bryanston, we've got started up in uh, Nairobi, in Kenya. And we're going to use this time to build people. We can't gather normally, but we can. And people have more time. You know, I know some young families may have kids like you guys, but you've actually got some time yeah. to go, hang on, I could improve myself. You know, what, what, who, who do I want to listen to? Who do I want to learn from? Who's going to grow me? And so... We're really stirred about that. You know, it's interesting. Social media tends to point the, the, the picture at me as the star or you as the star. We, we want to, you know, with social media, it's kind of very yeah. self. Yeah. Uh, but, but I've been challenging our team and saying, well, do you want to be a superstar or do you want to raise a thousand superstars? So good. And, you know, so our goal is, well, you know, we're going to raise a thousand superstars. We're going to raise more than that. And Amazing. it's not about whether you become a superstar, but how many are you raising? Because ultimately that's your legacy. Phil, that's incredible. So out of this COVID season, a thousand leaders are going to emerge out of Hillsong South Africa. I, I, you know, I just see that as just a great way. You know, in our first podcast, we talked about, uh, you know, this, this season will either birth vision or frustration and, uh, negative emotions. We made a decision as a church. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna use this to birth fresh vision. So I love what I'm hearing. I pray this is inspiring leaders, employers, CEOs to go. Okay, how can we come out the other side stronger? One of the things that we see in South Africa and and to some extent around the world, but I know particularly in a developing nation like ours, where uh, you have uh, you know people who are living in very poor circumstance and. The economic impact, uh, yeah. not just the health impact, is massive. And so we've been going, okay, um, there's two sides to this. One is the, uh, the, the requirement for food uh, and accommodation. So the, we've got, sure. a, I think we've given out 10,000 today. We announced wow. we've given out 10,000 uh, food parcels. We've served 25,000 meals. Um, just since, just in the last month, I think. Amazing. And, and that's continuing to grow. Um, we've made phone, we've been just using the time to make phone calls. I think we've made 25,000 phone calls oh. to our church community, just pastoring, caring for people, doing that. But there's an immediate need and then there's a long-term need. So the mm. immediate need is, okay, there's going to be more people who are hungry and we want to feed them. But that's not going to build the nation long-term. You know, you can feed someone, but then are we building people? And so what we're looking at is going, okay, well, 
we're going to feed people so they have a better today, but we're going to build people so yeah, we have brilliant. a brighter tomorrow. So good. So we're going to look after their today with a meal, but we're going to look after tomorrow by building. So we have this two-part strategy working with our team going, these are the two things we're doing. What's the immediate need, but we can't just focus on that. So good. What's the long-term need? and managing both of those dynamics as as we um, fulfill our vision. Yeah, and I think we can really, you know, that can relate to so many different walks of life into business and, and you know, Phil, how as a leader do you want to look back on COVID-19 season? Yeah, well, the, the reality is it will pass. You know, yeah. a, a vaccine will be found. Life will return to, to a level of normality. Some things will change, you know, and that's there's some of the questions we're asking. What does it mean for how we do work? You know, does everyone need to be in the office all the time? Or, so you know, good. are there other ways, um, you know, and financially, what's the best model? You know, is flying as much as we were the best model or are there, you know, a, a Zoom chat can accomplish just as much? So I think there there will be some changes, but... I would hope that we come out of this healthier. Yeah. Um, I would, you know, hope that we'd come out of this with a with a deeper understanding of what really matters. Sure. Um, you know, because some things don't matter. I mean, like, you know, I got a whole lot of pair of shoes, and right now I don't even have any shoes on, John. <laughs> yeah. sure. um, you, you know, you're kind of wearing a few different t-shirts. You know, maybe you get dressed up a little bit to go out to the grocery store, but and I know there will be a reality that we return to. But yeah, what are the things that really matter? Um, wow! And and we can be so caught up, distracted almost in this external uh, that we don't deal with the internal. We are as people, we are far more focused on projects than we are on ourselves. So uh, you know, you, we, we want an external project because somehow that connects to our value, our identity. We want to look great. But wow. a lot of people have been so committed to external projects that they've neglected uh, building themselves. And so I'm hoping in this season we're going to look at how we build ourselves. And one of the key ways to build yourself is to help build others. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what Jesus did. Jesus was, well, if you want to be great, serve others. Brilliant. So, you know, the idea of building me and is actually also very much about how, does, how do I build the lives of others um, and, and live beyond myself and serve others. So, so that's, a, that's a big thing that, that I'm hoping we're going to come out of this better at, better equipped to. Yeah, this is, this is real great insight and wisdom. So, hey, just final thing, because I, I know you're shooting off, you've got more of these to do today, but how as a leader do you make sure that you and your team aren't going to shrink back in this season? I think the fear of every leader, employer listening is going, okay, when we return to whatever the new normal is or isn't, how are we going to make sure that our staff, our team, our followers are not shrinking back? What, what, what just gives us some sort of you know, practical wisdom in, with that? Yeah, look, I think uh, there is a reality to to what we're facing, and we can't sure. ignore that. Um, uh, you know, one of one of our kind of phrases is we're uh, we're brutally honest, but we're fully optimistic. Wow. So, uh, you know, we're going to so be brutally good. honest about what is working, what's not working. We don't know. You know, anyone tells you 
who says, well, I know what's going to happen, uh, is, is lying because none yeah. of us quite know what's going to happen. And some, some businesses have uh, flourished and are doing great. Other businesses are, are struggling uh, because of restrictions. And we've just got to be honest about where we're at and, and look at, you know, okay, well, what does that mean? Does that mean we have to change things? Does that mean we need to be more conservative going forward in our approach? As far as, you know, I think for a lot of organizations, churches, companies, recognizing uh, the need to have a level of cash just practically yeah. uh, is, is really important, you know? And so stretching for growth is one thing, but being yeah, yeah. wise with that uh, is another thing. So, you know, I, it's, it, yeah, I mean, it is an interesting time, but I, I just think for people, there is a way through this. And obviously, you know, you and I, we have a faith. I believe God's going to teach us so much. I have no doubt uh, the church will continue to thrive. I believe new businesses, new opportunities will be created out of this. And, and I just want to encourage people, you know, be honest about where things are at. Don't try and pretend. But so then good. also be optimistic about the future and what can happen and what yeah. could be done and what you can step into. And, you know, you're never too old to step into new things. Really, age is just a spirit thing, I, I believe. You know, you, you look at some of those who've achieved great things. It's not about age. It's about a spirit. And so I think maintaining a healthy spirit, part of that, you, you know, there's a couple of things about this, John. I think it's who you, who you listen to. Brilliant. You know, you can't listen to all the voices and you've got to switch off the news a lot of times and, and yeah. just catch up when you need. So, you know, who, you, who you're allowing into you, uh, what thinking time you give yourself. I know I need to give myself space to think. So mm. there'll be days where I'll be doing things like this, but then there's time when I'm just going, yeah, okay, sure. I, I need time out and I need to go for a walk. I need to sit somewhere. I need to think and you can feel guilty. I think a lot of people maybe feel guilty. I'm not working, but they're the times where often, you know, your, your brain cognition really steps up because you're decluttered and yeah, you can yeah. really think deeply about some of the things you're facing and, and work through those. So I encourage people even in this time to look for ways to allow yourself to think more deeply about what you're facing just not, and not just deal with it on a surface level and not just believe everything you hear and every economic report because, you know, there may be an economic report, but I know there are businesses flourishing. I know people are changing, transitioning, and yeah, it's really, it is an attitude and a spirit thing. And, you know, maybe you need to get around the right people to help you fuel that, but yeah, you know that's why I like hanging around you, John. You're always positive. Oh, try to be. Just, just a quick one, Phil. Book recommendation that you're reading this season that could help leaders, people uh, get through this crisis. Anything you can think uh, of? I've just, yeah, I've just finished um, Simon Sinek's book, okay. uh, Infinite Infinite Game. I think it's called The Infinite Game. Yeah, uh, a very good book, and I think in a time like this, uh, it gives some good, uh, helpful thoughts on uh, just yeah, just how you see yourself, how you see your organisation, how you see your competition, if you want to term it that. How you know what what really is uh, is driving you, 
uh, he he speaks very you know very strongly about this idea of having something deeply meaningful and not just not just about short term results although we need results but creating something long term really developing mm. a legacy. Uh, so yeah, so uh, I've I've been enjoying that. There's another book called Leadership and Self Deception, which I think in okay. seasons like this, when you often have more time to think and look inwardly, it's by the it's not by a particular person. It's by the I think the Arbinger Institute. Uh, yeah, it's it's really good. So uh, it's it's going to challenge you to the core. <laughs> All of our listeners, make sure you check out a couple of those books. Phil, it's been incredible. Such great insights and wisdom, mate. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, Go Canaries. Go Canaries. Grateful for you and Lucinda and what you're doing. Thank you. Let me tell you, this guy sets the bar for so many of us. And so keep lifting it, mate, so others can follow. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Okay, how good was that? Thank you, Pastor Phil Dooley, just dropping gold, insight, and wisdom on us as listeners. Uh, you know, and so much of what he said, yes, it applies right now to COVID-19 season, uh, just to bring some context, but also so much for the future as well. So thank you, and please share, share, share this, because I want to get it out as far and wide as possible, because I know it's going to help uh, as many people as possible. And remember, when the leader rises, everyone rises with them. I'd value your commitment by liking it, sharing it, subscribing to it, commenting on it, and sharing it with your teams. Remember, you are your only limit, and this podcast is to lift the level of your leadership, and as you rise, others will rise around you.